0: Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Todd Coram, the Chief Information Officer at Saul Ewing. He has also worked on the survey committee for the International Legal Technology Association for the past 15 years, and we will be speaking about the group's research at the upcoming ILTA conference. Hi, Todd. How are you? Good. Doing well. Thank you, Ari. Thanks for having me on. Oh, it's my privilege, Todd. So tell us about your background and your role at Saul Ewing.
1: I joined sort of the legal technology community back in 1985. So I think that's about 37 years. And I've been at maybe five or six law firms now during that time. My constant has been my relationship with the ILTA organization. It still boggles my mind how generous this community is and just willing to help and contribute to peers whenever possible. But in terms of my role at Saul Ewing, I think every CIO, in my thinking, wants the role to have the needle over on strategy, a bit less on operations. But that means you've got to have some people on your staff with a really strong operational sensibility. And I have that here just really good technicians who look at this as a responsibility and not just a job. But that's allowed me to focus on pushing the envelope and using what we have better, looking at emerging technology or tools that enable the lawyers to focus on client service in the practice. So it's been a great place to be, and I love Philly.
0: How have you seen law firms adjust their use of technology over the past few years? When I look at the survey, I would certainly have thought there'd be a huge wave of
1: change due to the pandemic. And there's some tools like Zoom and Teams that really work to connect and foster collaboration. We're seeing that. The jump in laptop use, especially for staff, which is now up around, I think, 55%. But really much of our technology is the same basic core platform we've always had. It's just that our edge has been extended significantly, which means we've got a lot more security issues that we have to address. The collaboration tools, those seem obvious. I really thought we would see a greater leap in things like virtual desktop interface, that VDI, since people want a mirrored experience regardless of where they are, but it really hasn't changed much. Still around only 16, 17% of firms are virtualizing the desktop like that inside and remote. And that's right where it was pre-COVID. I do get a sense that there's a lot less printing going on. That's a huge change. And really, if there's a silver lining to booting us out of our offices, that's it. People had to adjust. So the use of of things like paperless proformas or pre-bills, that's definitely a change. Hopefully, the use of USB drives is also waning. That's just a a big data loss exposure. We're seeing some endpoint port security up this year, maybe about three points, which people just trying to control the USB drives, either force encryption or get rid of them entirely. Data rooms for secure transfer are definitely up. Tools like HiQ, Mimecast, large file send, even OneDrive, all better than sending via email. So those are the things that seem to have changed the most.
0: You and a group of peers will be releasing ILTA's technology survey at ILTACON 22. Can you share the highlights of what you'll be presenting at the conference?
1: We ask 200 or more questions. So it's the questions in every area and every process. So we really try to look for themes. And this year we looked at sort of how different sized firms are dealing with technology in different ways. We looked at the two ends of the spectrum. Above 700 and below 50 attorneys, and larger firms are obviously able to leverage their scale, and they can get more complex, more feature-rich portfolios, more security controls. Which the smaller firms, you know, they're just being incredibly resourceful in finding ways to equip and protect the practice with fewer resources. And that's a generalization, but some interesting insights are bubbling up that we'd like to share at the conference. We're also focusing at ILTCON on how we use the survey itself. It's a snapshot of where the industry is at the moment. But because we're, we're asking the same question over several years, in many cases, not in all cases, it also provides some really useful trending data that we can use. And law firm leadership always likes to know what the competition is doing. The survey is and really should be only a data point or a series of data points to make informed decisions about technology and process and So we're going to be telling some stories about how it's helped us in our strategies and and our budgeting process in particular. What results surprised you? How fast cloud-based or SaaS systems, software as a service systems are being adopted. Only about five or six years ago, firms were still concerned about complexity, cost of cloud, and particularly security. Their clients seem to be pushing back. But with hybrid and remote work, that migration is accelerating particularly because clients realized it may be safer in the clouds. For document management systems, finance systems, I mean, HRIS, HR systems have have been there for a while, but phones, I mean, that's new and that's big. The on-prem VoIP phone systems are slowing and Zoom and Teams are getting traction. They are taking off. The number of firms, including large firms that are, quote, cloud with every upgrade is now at 45%. That's staggering to me. That really surprised me. That's a huge jump. And with DMS systems and migration to the cloud, that cloud security concern used to be the roadblock. And now almost two-thirds of firms say security is a reason they did move to the cloud. Again, just a huge pivot in thinking. I think that's what surprised me most.
0: How can law firm leaders incorporate the findings from ILTA's annual technology survey to make improvements in 2022?
1: That's really what this session at ILTA is about. We really want to demonstrate how that survey can be used as a data point in setting priorities, budgeting, in tracking trends. We don't expect people to use it as a catalog they got in the mail of what they can order up because everyone else is doing it. I think that's the wrong way to use it. Yes, law firms have core services and technologies that are largely shared across firm size and geographic borders, but where we choose to spend those resources at the edge there. At least where we advise resources be leveraged to firm leadership, it's fuzzy. And that's where we can really, that's where we can add value in information technology governance. And it's our job to translate for leadership the risks, the advantages, the pros and cons of of these choices.
0: And I think that's really where the survey adds a a ton of value. What challenges do you find law firm leaders have in making technology-related changes?
1: I think it's just the speed at which technology is evolving. We're asking lawyers to be really good practitioners. We're asking them to to speak client service. And now we're asking them to be technologists as well. And that's really not the business they're in. That's not something they've been trained for, most of them anyway. And I think that's really, really a challenge for them. And, And that really, it's therefore incumbent on us in technology leadership to be that translator the technological conscience, let's call it that, of our organization. But I think that's the biggest change. You know, we ask a question on the survey, what, what trends or technologies are arising that you think will influence the legal field? And cloud is, has always been there and it's growing, SaaS solutions, but artificial intelligence, machine learning, technologies like robotic process automation, RPA, those are huge. They're taking a, a much larger Piece of the pie of responses, and these are technologies that even technologists and legal aren't that familiar with AI and machine learning. And yet, people are quoting it as something that's going to change what we do. And, and I think the thin end of the wedge in looking at AI are really tools in like litigation support, like technology assisted review (TAR), or um, in transactional matters, tools like Kira that do due diligence of thousands of documents very quickly. And maybe chat bots or automated virtual assistants will be another place where machine learning will introduce AI. But I think that's a huge challenge for leadership is to understand where these technologies fit into the practice, how they're going to help us, um, how they can grease the skids of the practice and just make life better for the attorneys and therefore
0: for clients. You've been a longtime attendee at the ILTA conference. Do you have any advice for those who are attending for the first time? I really go, uh, I go for the sessions, but the most value for me comes
1: out of networking. And I would really encourage people to meet as many people as they can. There's lots of opportunities. Vendors have dinners, vendors have happy hour kinds of things. There's lots of opportunity in the showroom, in the, the vendor hall. But that's where I get, I think, the most of my value is connecting with peers, finding out what they're doing, finding out what they're looking at, what the thinking is. So I would really encourage people to meet others, to join their peers, and really get in conversations, good meaty conversations about technology.
0: This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Todd Coram, the Chief Information Officer at Saul Ewing who will be releasing and discussing ILTA's annual technology survey at the ILTA conference in National Harbor, Maryland. Todd, thanks so much. Thank you, Ari. I'll see you in Maryland. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.